Welcome to Team Rabbit Hole Edition 153, Synesthetic Illuminations, Music, Esoterica and Computer Graphic Mixed Media Visualizations are dished up to those willing to swallow the red pill that is Akos Mondavici. Join the team as we go down the rabbit hole and just how far it goes. Well met Akos. How's it going, dude? Hello. I know yes. I'm going to have to be speaking a little slowly because English isn't your first language, but I love having international people on here. How, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing perfectly fine and super well. We're just working on the last video slash documentary that will show people step by step the, the whole structure that we are living in. Well, damn, that sounds rather illuminating. So something that we do on this podcast is um, talk about the episode, which is 153, so that turns to 9 numerologically. Um, so the card in the Major Arcana for that, in the David D'Angelo Starman tarot deck, is the alien. Uh, it would normally be the hermit of card. Of course. Right? I know. I thought that was rather apropos. So the Hermit card, which is the Virgo card, but also this is in this deck, the Alien. I bring back knowledge from distant places. The Alien slash Hermit. This is about knowing your worth. You are perfect the way you are. Being free. Seeking answers within you. Going deeper and understanding more of the universe. How apropos. Take the time to do something you've never done before. Um, so, Raphael, what would the Galactic Heritage card for this episode be? So here we are at number 45, Sirius, Long-Term Goals, Past Timeline. The long-term goals of the Syrians lasted for generations and spanned thousands of Earth years. This required extreme focus, discipline, and dedication. Many people who had Syrian lifetimes still retain this ability to focus and carry out long-term projects. Use this pattern as a skill that can benefit you greatly in this life, especially in regard to your spiritual development. If you have difficulty completing long-term goals, then seek out ways to move beyond this resistance. An ability to be focused and disciplined in spiritual growth is essential. Let your Syrian forefathers guide you. So, Akos, I'm wondering if uh, either of those cars resonated with you. Uh, actually, they both resonate with me, yet it's a, it's a different uh, situation since uh, I don't know how uh, I, rem I remember this or how all this can make sense to someone, uh, yet the whole, the whole thing is actually right, right on spot. It's, uh, it's really hard to leave everything behind and just focus on the main goal that will eventually all will happen. But if we don't walk that path towards the towards saving mother nature, which is our collective heart, then eventually it will push us in that direction. So we will need to remember, otherwise we will all disappear. That is very interesting. I already think it resonates in the sense that um, your videos, which I've seen on YouTube and are very cool, 
um, feel like an alien download or something. I know they're very human in terms of systems, like they're using um, Nikola Tesla and maybe Kabbalah and other esoteric things as inspiration. Yeah, right. Just um, by the way, Jim, that's what they say is human, you know? There's also stories about where that may have all come from, right? <laughs> touche, touche. Uh, but in the sense that it, it is Gaia-flavored Gnosis, if that makes sense. It's not, I don't think, uh, nothing that I saw. I was talking about starseeds, though I didn't see it all. Um, but every time I, I was looking at your videos, it felt like being on an acid trip or something where it was just very, uh, very much like a download in a sin aesthetic, hence the title of this episode, uh, sin aesthetic um, experience. Very cool. So, uh, and then the other card, Raphael uh, was talking about the serious card, was talking about goals. I'm sure that when you sit down and make a video, it is not over in five minutes. Uh, that's a long preparation of gathering material, um, understanding where you want the flow to go with the music that you've chosen, as well as which visuals go with what. Um, but before we kind of get into the how-to uh, and what you're doing in terms of the YouTubing stuff, which I've been a witness to and maybe other things, I'm kind of curious um, just about who you are. So tell us a little about like where you grew up um, and maybe the culture that you were a part of. Uh, and when did you start waking up to these kind of high-level metaphysical concepts? Well, it's a, it's a bit of a long story. That's I okay. I started out as, uh, I mean, my parents pushed me towards karate. So I started doing that, the style Shotokan, Do, and uh, Yaido, the way of the katana. So that gave me kind of a, well, as a physical and spiritual um, a halo. It's, it, I would say it's, it's a halo that it, it is upgrading your body and your mind to view things uh, a lot more differently and to pursue difficult things uh, never never the the easy ones so that's actually like a mental and physical upgrade that will push you to find uh, ultimate truth and uh, since the your soul that inner voice doesn't like to work doesn't like to use money doesn't like to you know these these small things that everybody that, that we are now kind of so easily uh, led towards to use these uh, variables in life since that's the only thing that we can agree upon and I saw this as as something like sort of evil but uh, but it, you know it, it leaves a bad aftertaste and uh, it's hard to explain because this is an emotional the spiritual realm but uh, you have to kind of develop a certain feeling for it. And in order to do that, you have to really slow down and uh, just uh, surf around the psychological uh, landscape. So you, you kind of go along with it and you kind of uh, ride the wave, not uh, against it. And that, that will push you towards greater and greater understanding. And it's just, just like a, a puzzle game. It gives you certain pieces. And after that, it's up to you to complete the whole picture. Well, that very much resonates with the whole card, Raphael pulled long-term goals, where it, it's an accumulative process. So you're a sword master? It's uh, Yaido. It's yeah. It's, it's the way of the katana. It's like it's like uh, different techniques of drawing your sword, and just that. Uh, 
one technique can take you a lifetime to master. I'm sure losing fingers can happen easily, so that takes a lot of concentration uh, and meticulousness. Good job. So um, where did you learn? Were you doing this in Hungary or were you in Romania or where were you doing this? In Romania. Uh, only once. I mean, we had some demonstrations in different countries, so uh, but mainly the the whole thing uh, was happening in Romania until until I reached the, the black belt. Then my sensei left Romania because of the circumstances, and uh, the whole uh, team got disbanded. Well, that sucks. But you got a black belt. That means you really did stick with it until you couldn't do it any longer. Good job. Thank you. So what were some of the um, techniques that you learned with these martial arts that allowed uh, that might bridge over to normal life? Like, I mean, does it make you have to organize reality in a very different way? It's not so much about the physical techniques. The physical techniques are there to help you train the mental, uh, the mental engine that uh, that will contribute actually to your higher self, to your uh, to your confidence in not giving in to others, others' false realities that they try so much to push on you. Let, let's say like multinational corporations that all of them have sold their soul to money and towards doing things that actually really don't matter. And you kind of feel that you know you are, we are all doing these things and uh, they just really don't matter because if you build something that is good, that something was built using the cheapest methods possible and mainly plastic. So of course you will develop that feeling that if it, this is not good, we can be better than this. And uh, you are even able to tell people that in front of the, in right in front of their faces. And if they don't, don't like it, then you can always just leave. But for that, you have to develop that courage to take that road and to show them like, yeah, I will change this. Just watch because you know, that in, inner child, that fire that must never ever die in you. So the whole thing, the whole, uh, the whole, uh, martial art, for the body is there to really train the mind. For the record, you're speaking very good English. I can't speak Romanian or Hungarian, so props. Um, so, and it's funny that you brought up multinational corporations. I'm just thinking of like Starbucks or McDonald's, obviously, Nike, things like that. Um, one would hope that they make decent products, but I totally understand what you mean. They're trying to make money and they're not, it's not like, um, I mean, obviously these, uh, China and uh, not now so much ancient China and ancient Japan took great care like the katakana itself was very meticulously made and perfection was uh, you know a part of the culture in some way they have tea ceremonies in Japan that they are very meticulous about so I imagine that kind of um, Zen and uh, meticulousness kind of combined um, in all the things they do which is it seems like what you've learned a little so were you growing up in Romania Yes. Tell us a little about that. Well, Romania, it's a beautiful country. It has so many secret places and left by the, uh, by the ducks. And, uh, 
also here here there's the here is the Buchej Mountains projection hall in the interior of the mountains. So that's the control center of the earth. Uh, that that uh, the government is hiding, and the whole legends and stories. Uh, also, the spiral, uh, the only spiral mountain range on the earth. I it's did not know really, this. It's a really beautiful place that deserves a lot more attention and uh, patriotism than we have now. My sister has actually, I, I'm the oldest of four, and my younger sister has been there before. I have not had the chance to go to Romania. But what were you saying about the uh, control center of Earth? Elaborate on that a little. Well, not many people will know. Uh, Romania is uh, really under attack, and it was for a long time now. The main attack is... Uh, is on its uh, national anthem, where the words are completely modified. So people, when they sing it, they worship the Roman emperor, the Roman uh, gay emperor, Traian, instead of our our poets and national uh, heroes. So that's, that's a thing that uh, uh, Romania must change, because uh, the Atlanteans left us a base symbolized with the first sphinx that appeared on the earth same as the sphinx in egypt but this one is more corroded plus near it the what they call the babele is actually a stone antenna to vibrate the ether and communicate with uh, through through the interconnecting globe filament structure flower of life with other uh, other star systems by using the interior base which was discovered in uh, by the Z zero department uh, Zero Serei Department of Romania, also in collaboration with American High Masons, that they explored it, they visited it, they made a lot, a lot of descriptions about it. Only a little information got out, and uh, we haven't explored it, but everyone knows that it's there. So, I have to ask a question, especially also since you speak Hungarian. Maybe you're familiar with the work of Attila Grandpierre, who wrote Ancient People of the Royal Magi, the Magyars. And uh, he's proposing in a sense that the Hungarian people, or there's many stories about individuals and cultures in that region. That's also why I sent you some links uh, regarding Tartaria and this whole reset research. Because it's just like you say, it's all about, you know, redefining, let's say, cultural identity and icons to uh, reorient the allegiance of a people and of a culture. And in my estimation, this happened with the Germanic tribes, this happened with the Hungarian tribes and probably all indigenous, you know, whatever this may mean exactly. However, what um, Attila Grandpierre in this paper is bringing up is the idea that the Magyars would be one of the, let's say, post-Atlantean uh, priests classes actually but positively polarized and they were actually there to seed consciousness and to seed culture once again after the destruction of Atlantis and what I noticed with my you know minor ability in Hungarian we always speak about magnets and magnetic fields and so on and so forth again related to Tartaria and all this old type of technology atmospherics and so on and in Hungarian, mog means seed. 
So I'm kind of wondering if Magnet and all of that is just a seed network in a sense. Anything uh, you can share about these ideas? I know just a little bit about uh, about it. Uh, and uh, yeah, Mag is an anagram for seed. Uh, but studying language is uh, really a bit different for all all uh, all uh, civilizations uh, since we don't we, we we can't just go back in time and uh, really learn what happened because uh, the his story books as the, as the name says his story not our story are all tampered with so we never find out uh, the actual truth so the the other way that I'm going about it is transmute uh, symbols as the ABC, like mag to numbers, and like gematria. Uh, yes, but not the gematria that we are using now, because from my perspective, everything that uh, is uh, labeled as gematria is so different. For for the, I mean, there are there are so many versions of it of symbol transmutation to numbers that you kind of get lost in it and uh, since uh, since you know that creation already happened that means that we are living in it so there could be only one way that uh, or only one method that can associate uh, the exact numbers for the exact symbols but it will also work on all other lang uh, on all other types of languages as uh, as the Japanese use different symbols than the ABC and uh, so it must work and uh, have the same uh, result but different in interpretation and, and if you can find that default state of uh, number associated to symbols that means that it will work to everything and everything and you can interconnect everything with invisible lines so you see uh, the whole emergence point that uh, you must have a central default state structure that will never change. So you can always associate that reduction level to that structure in the in the same time using colors with numbers on geometry. So you extract the so actually you read it from a number point of view, just like a story, just like what it tries to tell you. And the thing is that you have to be sure of it. Because not nothing will help you. It's only you, for uh, you, you and your own interpretation. I'm actually teaching myself Japanese right now, so I very much appreciate the linguistic kind of allusions you're making. Um, so when did you start becoming? In, I, I was just googling um, Nikola Tesla, and I know that he's credited as being Serbian or Croatian, but it says his name is Romanian. So do you know much about Tesla? Quite a lot. He is from Serbia, yet no one knows if he's uh, really Rom uh, Rom Romanian or not. But uh, actually, my fa family also came from Serbia to Romania, like uh, two generations back. So you're echoing uh, his voyage in a, your own way. Something like that, since uh, since I see that others are using his name in a completely different fashion and uh, Tesla would never ask money for anything 
if you if you just look at his uh, pictures and uh, try try to make him alive as how trying to imagine in your mind what it would be if that picture could have thought then the facial expressions in every picture because this is the problem of humanity i mean the most of you uh, the the vast majority of humanity that we forgot how to read uh, the emotional language of uh, faces and uh, different expressions when people are talking to masses, just like the polit politicians. So if we neglect that, then of course that they can hide another form of meaning while they are using vibration as uh, addressing to the public. So Nikola Tesla has that this facial expression that kind of talks to me, and you know it's it's like pushing you towards not giving up and really pursue a road of truth where uh, the final result can be amazing. The reason I brought him up is because Raphael had just talked about people um, and we're kind of alluding a little to cultural reappropriation, changing history and stuff. It seems that even Nikola Tesla's personal history and origins is a little uncertain in that sense. Um, but also, I'm kind of wondering, when did you, uh, it, was it like normal in Romania to be talking about this kind of metaphysical stuff? Or when did you start turning on to these high, um, you, you know, spiritual kind of things? I know that the Katakana training probably helped get you in a certain frequency range, like mentally and physically. But when did you start waking up, so to speak? The thing is that um, it happened seven years ago. When someone told me that the, some sort of organization runs the world and you have no choice in uh, part taking in that control, so your voice will be silenced if uh, anything new comes up. And after that, that, uh, that, that was a friend that told me that. And I couldn't leave it like that because I couldn't stand that somebody is, uh, is dictating on how my how the structure of my life should be and what are the only choices for you to take since you are taking part in a system that gave you a number it means that you can only move inside the system if you respect the laws and kind of uh, you know be social and be like everybody else and i always hate hated that i, I never wanted to agree with uh, anyone's reality but inside your inside my heart i always knew that we we must be um we must uh we must treat each other like human beings while giving everyone free choice and to you know this kind of ultimate free freedom in you that it's like a bird and it's trying to open up its wings but it always gets pushed down by people that uh <laughs> that uh, if you tell the truth their business and everything will collapse and so it, it they will not let you to do that so I couldn't agree agree with this and started really to sit down and uh, find out some sort of way of how to get to it and what it means that I can think of all possibility. Then what? why are there ba barriers? Which are the barriers that don't let me explore it and make it possible? And, and I never gave into that. So I, never, I even quit my job and all these things that, that those are really hard decisions to make. Uh, and a lot of people will look will look at you like 
yeah, this guy went crazy. Same as I mentioned in my videos, because those who will see it, they are really viewed as insane because you can't quite possibly imagine that you are living in a story where everything is possible. And the thing is that I never wanted to give in into that kind of uh, uh, approach and just stay on the road and really believe and find something how to bring it forefront and also de uh, demonstrate it so it becomes uh, true to everyone by linking it to experiments that are done in physics and by uh, making it uh, connect to everything and used, can, can be used to really decode everything. So such a thing must exist, but it's really hard to come up what it is. And I just really went down that road. That's what's up. I, um, it's funny because about seven years ago is when I started waking up more or less to the degree that I am now. Um, I had some weird out of body experiences back in the early two thousands, but I, I didn't want, I didn't have mentors or, uh, the confidence or courage, like you were talking about earlier to go down that path. So I kind of just kept on partying and having fun and avoiding it. And then at some point in about 2013 or so, um, I was doing a lot of psychedelics and getting turned on to Alan Watts and Terrence McKenna and, you know, thinkers, um, and probably Tesla at that point, stuff like that. So, uh, and I think Raphael might've been waking up around the same time. So it seems like we're kind of on a wave, uh, a family, uh, of, uh, people on a similar mission, it would seem. So good job on heeding the call. Um, so. And just I, by the way, oh, go if for I it. get this right, then. So number one, I wanted to say, just because Akash, you've been talking about sanity, of course, here on this show, we know what you're talking about, but Jiddu Krishnamurti, whom I like, of course, says, it is no measure of health to be well adjusted to a profoundly sick society. So that's for sure. And the other thing is, I think all the three of us have Pluto and Scorpio, so that may help as well. Oh, astrologically, yeah, that's a generation who's ready to hear the kind of I mean, I look at, depending on what house it's in, it's kind of different, but Pluto and Scorpio generation is, is, uh, Jesus flipping the tables in, in the story or like the angel of death or Kali or however you want to look at it. It's like, it's the, um, it's the, it's the storm that severs the umbilical cord from a previous aeon into the next. So I think we're here to kind of, uh, kill what doesn't serve the system and, um, or, you know, the illusions and, and gatekeeping, kind of like you were saying, of course. Um, and kind of take, because in some way we have to be compassionate towards people, you know, people who work at Starbucks or maybe even Bill Gates or all these people, they're humans too, but then it gets tricky because they're making choices that, um, take away the free will of others. And I think Raphael spoken upon this before where that's like the big no, no in the universe. It's like, let everybody kind of do their thing and respect each other's decisions. Uh, and then kind of vibrate at a frequency and find the people that are vibrating in a similar manner. Um, but yeah, maybe just go for it. To, maybe just to be clear, um, in terms of free will, and of course, I'm curious as to what Akash says about this, but free will, of course, always reigns supreme. The whole point being, even with the system, and we kind of just discussed this on our shows with Anders and Steve and Brandon and so on, is everything, even now, still is just an offer. But the thing is, of course, because in a sense, the entire system on many layers is in a sense conspiring against humanity and the inner child. 
they make you so afraid that they make you believe you have no other choice. So that's usually the trick through fear, but uh, free will uh, is always right there, I would say. But Akos, what's your view on that? And also, of course, what's your view, just as an example, on, for example, Bill Gates or whatever, because even here, of course, some people are discussing, are these individuals even humans or not? Or like, what's up with them? How can they be so strange? Or maybe this is something you don't even concern yourself with too much. Like, what's your view on that? Uh, well, I look at it from a different point of view. While they have managed, like Bill Gates, George Soros, and uh, they are all linked also with the CIA and with all other celebrities because it's a structure. It's a fractal structure where each level from the from the main conductor to the committee of 13, then the committee of 300, then all these different layers of the Illuminati organization, all of them know each other. It's like in video games, as they say, that they are the many and they are also, so you, you know, they know the truth that we are living in a structured story where nobody dies. That is only just a collapse of the wave where the, the two opposites change polarity. Same as you become from one side of the mirror, you close your eyes and you imagine that the mirror turns around and then you're on the other side as matter as antimatter. So they, they know they will never die and they know that all this is just to have fun and everything else that people do is just distraction towards the main goal which is so amazing that nobody would believe it. And the only way to keep it uh, hidden, since nobody, so the whole structure doesn't open up in the human being, is with fear and with certain vectors and variables implemented everywhere that will keep the structure inside the mind, the structure of thinking, the way the way that they use that structure of thinking uh, kept it in, to keep it in a time loop, in a vortex loop, so it always jumps to, to the initial position and that vortex can never evolve as in thought. Uh, so while we are concerned that we must act with legal action and, and with paperwork and we, we, you know, we have to pull, push so if you want to take down someone, then we, we have to go through all these uh, hard pay paperwork and uh, legal actions to, to take down a certain person. They are working together and they don't care about the law and the legal things since they, you know, they, they form this brotherhood where they all know the truth but they renounced on pursuing it and uh, pushing it on humanity to, so everybody knows it and, and we can work together to access this amazing knowledge and also point source energy everywhere, the different ways of opening it up, how, uh, how to heal all diseases, the secrets of, uh, of the structure of the soul, the secrets of color codes, uh, why the one-digit numbers and why uh the the different structures in geometry that they use so they know all this 
they are on a different level of understanding plus they also interchange their wives and they have sex with everyone because for them morality was pushed to the last place and they just want to live one lifetime where they exploit the others but they know if you do that of course then they will lose eternity and they really do believe in it that's why they are doing it so while we all are lost on the structure that they gave us to move in they are working above that only giving the illusion that they are talking nicely and uh, they are uh, addressing people into that manner that we which we all learned to address each other that robotical way without the child or without emotional uh, without adding emotions and uh, you know craziness to everything so i would say that we all live in an illusion where these people work they are they have unity between them but the opposite way not not i mean towards breaking down the human uh, consciousness as and pro- pro- propagating that humans are nothing but scums and they are just uh, dust and when they they born and they their destiny is to, to die so while they are we are speaking at that level they are speaking on a completely different level and they are they are uh, they have unity between them and the majority of the public we, we don't have that between us since there are a lot of different variables in life that we are don't agree upon so we we will never be able to come together and work towards a one goal it sounds a little like um there's a an american author named philip k dick who made man of the high castle and other things that are kind of popular but he had a uh theory um that basically when jesus was crucified um he had this weird gnostic kind of experience um where he got it's ironic the card was serious he got a he saw a pink laser beam or something shoot from sirius and hit him in the head i might be confusing this robert with robert anton wilson but i think it was um well now i'm confused now in my own mind if it was raw or philip k dick but the point is philip k dick had this moment where he thought that we were in a, a time loop basically by black magicians um making us think that we're in something that we're not so you're kind of saying something similar to that where there's people that are in a, um, a structure that enforce and maintain um basically a neurological and cultural prison uh in order to control and maybe take the louche or energy or resources or whatever attention of people what would the truth that they know that they're not living up to and the ultimate truth you were mentioning earlier be what that we're eternal beings and it's all a joke the ultimate truth is uh i mean it's really hard to accept the ultimate truth is that we are absolute nothingness organizing information on the different magnetic arms that are also organizing information on other magnetic arms so it becomes a fractal system that is pushed up on so that's thought pushed on the refraction angle of light which is present on both singularities on the eyes uh, creating the illusion of 3d while still on the infinity plane where the holy trinity is the two eyes plus the point in the heart and they are really nothing else but just singularities that 
has has been has turned information inside out, as turning nothingness inside out, creating decoded as water. Yet it's still nothingness. So everything happening on the outside level, as on the material, as matter antimatter together level, which is the deharmonization of the of the primal structure of reality that is also happening inside our thoughts but it has a structure to it that uh, always fluctuates with the heartbeat so if the brain doesn't have a structure to thinking it means that it will not decode uh, variables that are that the eyes will see and the plus also the other five so the whole five senses plus also the sixth the brain will not decode it and the information that is not understood or it doesn't have present a structure to the thinking method of the of the of the brain it will slip in your heart because as they say the eyes are a mirror of the soul but the only thing that we don't use it as such and don't realize that they actually really are a mirror to the soul is because of the division process of words and meaning throughout uh, our lives and we we think that uh, a word is just a singular thing that cannot mean the same thing as other words so that's the division process of word reduction and understanding uh, so you never have a a kind of uh, spiritual or mental ladder that you can climb up towards a whole structure where everything is emanating from. Well, damn, uh, that was interesting. I think that's a fascinating and probable, like, I don't disagree with you. I haven't researched into that much myself, but from what you're saying, it sounds a little like, um, you know, the pregnant nothing of Zen Buddhism or, um, the, the shining void or anything like that. Um, and maybe Bashar talks a little about this kind of stuff. Raphael, what are your thoughts on what he just said? Well, that's what's up. You know, there's always different ways to describe it and different aspects of the whole thing to focus on. But, you know, even in Kabbalistic lore, which may also have been manipulated, but there is, uh, first there is the Ein, then there is the Ein Sof, and then there's the Ein Sof Aur. And uh, basically everything... Yeah, everything out of nothing in a sense or everything out of unity that is indiscriminate and experientially nothing within that fractally, just as Akush explained, everything is present. And I really like the analogy you made in terms of the the two eyes and the heart as the third point or the Holy Trinity. All I can say is <laughs> I've been in states where uh, I could technically, in a sense, even see that I am within this infinity plane, just as you mentioned. Um, and there is, I think, quite a few schools of thought or explanation models that would agree with what you stated, that we are on this infinity plane, as you say, but we are, through our own biological mechanism, let's say, creating the illusion of 3D reality, certainly. And yeah, also, of course, the idea, there is truly no outside, there is nothing really external, everything actually is within our consciousness. And um, maybe one uh, last sentence from Bashar, one of my favorites, and Akush here, of course, also I'm curious as to your view. What he always says is that uh, you are not existing in a reality, 
but you actually are the entirety of the reality that you can perceive. Well, exactly as you said, and it's, that, that's why it's so amazing since uh, the consciousness that we refer to and scientists and many people try to decode what it is, how can you define it? First, you must understand and come in terms with the idea that nothingness can give birth to something. And uh, how is that possible that absolute nothingness can, can give birth to all this uh, information structure as creation? So if you get that thing right, that will also draw the fact that points or space can be opened up everywhere. Because yes. we just open up nothingness and just information flows out of it. So the only thing that's missing is a structure to it that if you have the structure uh, of how God built up uh, the, the perfect ratios of nature and human to maximize love, nothing else, just love, because love also draws the intellect and understanding with it to heighten its uh, potential. It's, it's not just, you must understand that it's not just uh, based on pleasures and sex. It also adds the, adding the imagination to that can heighten that feeling and uh, push a certain relationship between creatures to, uh, higher and higher or lower and lower levels because at the same time everything that's up is also down so you stay in balance with the whole structure uh, so if there is such a thing and such a structure that must be present in everything and it, it should be extremely beautiful as most scientists search for a unified theory or a un unified uh, equation that uh, they 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 always say that uh, beauty must be a present uh, it must be present in the equation so uh, it's like saying that uh, what they are what they are really saying is that we we really want a story and we really want everything to be symmetrical but what they don't realize is that it's not an equation it must be com comprised of uh, the, it must be associated with the things that you are, that you see. And that's when you realize that the two nothingnesses, because nothingness must be taken as it views itself. Hence the two eyes and the starting point would be in, mat in mathematics as the most simplest possible information that can ever exist and cannot be divided as zero per zero is undefined. So that would mean in a, in a, in a metaphorical way that uh, nothingness divided by nothingness is no more division as it's the limit to stop the divide, division process as it is the undefinable, the undefined and that would be the prime creator. I mean, this is beautiful. Like you're saying this very eloquently considering this isn't your natural tongue. So good job. Um, 
And I think in some People ways... People speak either, foreign languages, Jim. <laughs> I know, but I, I, I'm always amazed um, because I talk quickly, and these are not simple concepts we're talking about. So, but you know, uh, good job. I mean, I know everybody can do it or whatever, but it's 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 nice to see people riding a different bike than they're normally born on or whatever. So it's cool. Um, so I think what you're kind of saying, though, is um, something that it's very hard. Well, I guess how would I put this? Um, when did you make the leap? Uh, was there like a moment? Was there a psychedelic experience or an out-of-body meditation? Or when did kind of... Um, there's a difference maybe between knowing the path we can kind of intellectualize it and use many models to explain it versus walking the path so to speak um when did this start becoming more um a, a reality to you than a theory as soon as i so the the beautiful thing about this is that it's like you remove yourself from your body and really become a small set of information, just like the zero per zero. So what would you do if you were the zero divided by zero set of information as two nothingnesses, same as the two nothingnesses inside uh, each eye? So how can you build up something if you were absolute nothing and uh, becoming that is actually projecting your consciousness from the from uh, from the your point of view which is on the eyes uh, on that set of information and the only thing that is missing uh, so you know you try to build up yourself and you have to understand that what is missing so I can build up myself again. And then I realized that we always think with, we use our heads and our brains to think about things, but thought is not happening in the brain. And that's when you realize that you also have your heart and your heart has another property, which is a pulsation. Then you wonder where the muscle in the heart knows how to get those signals where does it extract that signal because even though if we get down even to the muscle level and we zoom into that and to the cell level and in inside us so how does it know how to beat and when to beat and what is that primal motion that gives you the heartbeat on all creatures and uh, i started using that as in uh, first it's up then it's down then it's up again, then it's down. And that's fluctuation. That means that the sine wave is also inside a limit boundary of the maximum amplitude up, maximum amplitude down. Taking that in consideration, you see that while it's up and while it's down, those two amplitudes are just the same segment that can be extrapolated to be a ratio then you understand that the golden ratio is nothing else but a certain fluctuation that is permitted inside a space. Then you realize that that space is always half of the structure's space that is inside it. Same as a fluctuation space for a circle is actually half a circle. And uh, if you attribute movement to something, 
then it means that it, it, it can it, it oscillates first the two zeros on 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 the both sides where they if they if you add oscillation to, to that it they will meet always in the center point and they will switch polarity they will meet again in the center point and switch on another uh, polarity so this is something like once it's plus once it's zero once it's minus then you realize of the three six to nine that what the center point is nine once it's dark as three or once it's light then the three and the six interchange as from one side to the other and then they get back to the same initial position if you have that you start to understand structure what it means to always meet in the middle you will always you will you can extrapolate that as in philosophy as saying the two zeros are two somethings that let's say they are in conflict with and the solution is always in the center as in if one is willing to let go in her or his ego in understanding the shoot the other one also will do that in the opposite way so that means that a is to b as b is to a or if i give a to a the symbol for one zero and b the symbol for the other zero and this and the answer as they say is always between us it's always in the center point the and middle that, path as they say the path is the answer that we are all searching for is always between us and is always in the middle path yeah so if you use that this kind of information it is the same as uh, as if though that zero per zero are two eyes that are that they want to live but you have to give it something in order to live and that's the spiral motion and from there on you just uh, find something that on the most simplistic level is perfectly symmetrical but also presents an eternal imbalance while it the whole structure is in perfect balance and if you can find that then that structure even though you remove information from it it will always push out uh, the information you removed in order to keep itself uh, up in superposition or in eternal existence so you can never destroy it you can interact with it it has a lot of liberty points it can move in many ways but you, you will never be able to destroy it if you find that structure which is present in our thoughts that eternal thought as they say then you can use it as the main story giver that all other stories are just a reflection of the main story so everything happening on the smaller scale will also reflect in the large scale and the link between it is quantum entanglement since everything is connected to everything and everything is mirrored in everything the difference is that it is only in different time spaces and if you have that, then you understand that everything is alive and it only lacks motion. That's hot, as Paris Hilton would say. Um, it reminds me a little of the concept of Indra's net in Hinduism with the infinite reflections. Um, 
all reflecting each other infinitely kind of thing. And it's funny that you were talking about the heartbeat being, um, cause the, both the brain is an electromagnetic kind of machine. Um, but also the heart is, and I, I'm not sure, I'm sure you know, but I'm not sure. Um, there's the local supercluster that we're in called Lanakai, uh, supercluster, which looks quite a bit like a heart. And, um, which is where, like, you know, one of the 100,000, uh, our galaxy as well as 100,000 other galaxies, it's called a supercluster. And that's kind of what you're talking about in terms of the infinite kind of fractal nature. It's like, it's, it's amazing once we start kind of uh, our handle on just the, um, the beauty and, uh, perfection of, of things that exist with the polarity dance that you're talking about. Um, I thought you said that very eloquently. This is definitely a podcast I'm going to read, listen to, uh, just to make sure I get what you're saying, because I think I understand it intuitively, but to hear it laid out, um, schematically like that, I feel like I'm talking to Nikola Tesla. It's great. Um, Raphael. Sounds like a dynamic equilibrium. This is Team Rabbit Hole Edition 153. Well, Jim, would you like to lead the charge or Akosh? Is there something that you would like to bring up at this point? Let's ask me questions. I don't know where to start because there is so much to say. Well, Great. this is the alien card episode, the Hermit. We're going to learn quite a bit from, uh, it might seem alien and distant, but what he's saying checks out in my intuitive center. So I'm sure there's, this is, you know, like I said, I'm going to re-listen to this and kind of double check what we're and talking just about. just briefly, because you bring up the alien point once again. So, um, of course, number one, if we understand everything to come out of nothing, then anyhow, you know, what is alien, what is human? And uh, it is also my impression that because of all these vectors in which, let's say, the evolution of consciousness has been attacked and through which it had been suppressed, also for a grand story, of course, so I'm not even judging here, but that it may very well be that many of the things that at first glance may appear quite alien are much more kind of human, innate, sacred, divine, and potentially useful for us than we may think at first glance. Yes, since uh, the humans are designed on perfect integrity and on the divine principle of love, caring, and working uh, for the common good, not for the self. And uh, this has been transmuted by a lot of uh, evil in his story. Because, you know, it's all inside the world. Everything is encoded in language and in information the wrong way. Since uh, while we are using that thought of information that we have learned to use, it's like speaking uh, two different languages. So one, I mean, on the meaning level, because we use information as certain languages, certain symbols, certain arrangements of symbols as keyboards and things that present us uh, throughout our lives. And while we don't realize it, that we uh, use that thought up information set that is that can be used to, to, to communicate also the structure of the words, they have a completely different meaning to the soul structure 
as in reduced format or uh, if you break up the word then it it presents a lot more meaning to uh, to the heart since since and this is the amazing thing since the heart is the primary brain and the brain is dual as in dark and light as in the left and the right and what the brain doesn't understand it slips inside the heart which is always at superposition or superposition fluctuation state that knows everything and creates everything so it will understand everything that the brain doesn't decode and is uh, sensed with the five or six six senses so that means that it can be used as a as a structure to manipulate people meaning that everyone knows the truth somehow as their hearts but it only depends on how much the brain can decode out of it and that will be each and everyone's reality or thought bubble or reality bubble and as they interchange or exchange information then it becomes common reality so controlling some sort of information that is present throughout everyone's reality no matter of culture no matter of uh, of uh, where they are or uh, what language they use something that is so that is so simple and has a structure should be present in each and every bit of information that people use but it will uh, it will not be decodable so because it will be something that nobody is paying attention to so if you have that thing then uh, then of course that you can link everything with everything and uh, everything will have a central meaning that we are we have deviated from uh, by agreeing to introduced information and information followed by others that we have learned and we have not came up with it so it isn't in the default state of creation as in symbols but it introduces a lot of different polarity shifts or variables that modify the the main meaning of something that can be throughout his story as throughout the generations can be something that will serve as a, a, an eternal reference point but not realizing or a constant yes that uh, they will always we will always refer to not realizing that we while we are speaking a language the meaning that we really mean is completely different from the meaning that we think we say that's interesting that you say that because i um i'm a double gemini myself so words and um double mindedness duality uh polarity is very near and dear to my heart paradox so i understand that sometimes we kind of like the frequency of the energy that we're trying to express um we kind of mumble or lisp over when we actually articulate this with symbols gestures um symbolic language all this kind of stuff it's not that we're doing the best we kind of can i'm kind of curious um and we don't have to talk long about it but i'm just kind of curious 
how do you do you believe in like yugas do you believe we're in cycles kind of within the framework you were talking about where there's like light age you know golden ages and um dark ages quote unquote and how do you um when we're talking about you know like cabals george soros and people like that doing things to limit the freedom and the awareness of the system that that is inherent do you believe that there is such a thing as evil or is that just a polarity of one of the eyeballs expressing, you know, like the three to the six kind of thing? Um, are they just performing a function and it's all good? Or do you think that they're manipulating things in a so, such a way that it's kind of breaking the machine or how do you look at good and evil? But also how do you look at like kind of the nature of time um, and cycles like that? Well, everything is, uh, should be, reducible to something simple that uh, that we all use. So the thing is that there are a lot of, you know, we are, we have a lot of different religions. We have a lot of different belief systems. Uh, so I thought up of something that what if there could be some simplistic form of information that everyone uses, no matter of religion, or language and uh, those three sets of information as the holy trinity would be the one digit numbers the 10 one digit numbers the seven colors of the rainbow and uh, geometry and why i say this because we we all all cultures build around the world all cultures use numbers the one digit numbers and all cultures know that after the rain you, you see the rainbow so if you can organize that set of information as it giving it to be alive you know to make an archetype out of it that means that you are giving it life you are giving it meaning so the one digit numbers can be an archetype for lo logic logical way of thinking because the numbers added up they are always the same as one plus one is always num always number two no matter of religion, no no matter where you are. If you hold up two fingers, that's one plus one, that's, that will still be two fingers. And uh, that means that numbers don't lie. So I take them as a spiritual entity that has the property that they cannot lie, can't lie. And I attribute the archetype of logic for it, as in that that's the archetype for logical way of thinking. Then we have the seven colors of the rainbow where the center point, the green, is dividing the hot colors from, from the cold colors. So that means that we also have a polarity there. Same as with the one-digit numbers as all added up in symmetrical way. They all result in nine. And uh, so it means that nothingness is zero and everything or the spiral is, is number nine. As one plus eight is nine, as two plus seven is nine, as three plus six is nine, and four plus five is nine, and also zero plus nine is nine. Same as we have the 10 fingers on our, uh, on our hands. For the colors, the hot colors and the cold colors, where the center pillar is green. The numbers don't have a central pillar because uh, you have five fingers and uh, each one of them is a different, uh, polar a different opposite, yet they all present the same... Uh, the same the structure, yeah. exactly as, as as if you would say it is emerging from nine because nothingness col uh, collapsing itself or growing a tail as zero growing a small tail.
like the number an, nine, right? Yeah, that that's an imbalance factor that really happened in absolute nothingness. So it created a everlasting motion. That motion can organize itself in on many levels. So I mean, we have recursivity also present in structure, as in nine also contains the number zero, but also is number nine in the same time as zero grow a tail. If you add the colors of the rainbow, which we associate to the archetype of the imagination, also in the same time as different emotional states, or we, and we try to see it if that puzzle fits with the structure of reality, so it fits with the seven deadly sins, as they say, the one-digit numbers, as they are only 10 out of them, fits with the 10 commandments. And uh, if you have that, if you join them together and you find the initial state of each number as in color code, that means that you have united logic with the imagination, but you also must have a structure where united. And that would be the ether, the interconnecting globe, filament, imaginary line structures or wireframe structure of reality that can all that is always in ever ever never ending expansion from point source to a globe structure that 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 globe encompasses infinity so it grows up until infinity but it already reached infinity so that means that if we interconnect or, or we expand all points in in the space time that we are living in that will also draw the fact that all small points on each on, on the surface of each globe structure will be interconnected or tangent with the all other points in this same space. So then you ask the question, what are the only forms, geometric forms that can fill up space without even leaving a small you know, without without leaving uh, areas uh, unfilled. And that would be expanding circles that can link everything with everything as in quantum entanglement, as everything is linked with everything and always works in opposites. If you change something here, that then the other atom will flip polarity there, always in opposite to the one that you are controlling. Since, so it must do that in order because there is only absolute nothingness after that so in order to keep its structure in absolute nothingness all the duality of course it will flip in opposite ways and instantaneously no matter of distance in all because if it wouldn't do that then if you flip on opposite and, and the the opposite of that bit of information doesn't flip on the other side it kind of negates then, itself there's a nothingness there. exactly exactly so the zero per zero as undefined will not be undefined it will collapse itself as the big rip right. of, the, of the universe so that can be extrapolated to everything and that's why even they when they say that the liar will be caught and the, every the eventually the light will win because six is light is is double of number three as as dark so you can see these uh, connections that uh, how uh, information is structured with other fractal scales and fractal levels where everything that we do and we build and we talk and vibration and everything is always inside of this 
uh, existence that or existence bubble that has become uh, common throughout all the world since everything was interconnected with uh, the internet. And if you find a structure within it, as in it is present in a point everywhere in space, and it only and what we see is only just the different uh, liberty movements or liberty points of that structure or the asymmetries of that structure, then you have found something that is common to everyone that also integrates logic, the imagination as emotional states of human beings on geometry, which are, you can, you can put any other geometric, I mean, all geometrical forms inside inscribed in a circle. That circle also has the property of expansion. And that expansion can also be, I mean, that expansion happens due to the rotation of number nine, where number nine is also nothingness. So this means that information can exist and not in the same time. And the only way it that is defined as how can it exist and how can it not, that's actually your free will because you are making it, uh, you you are uh, you have the power of making make information do that same as the double slit experiment validates when you look it's a particle when you don't look it's a wave that was quite a mouthful but very beautifully said so good job um it, something that you kept uh, you were talking about the circle and it's funny because i'm not very good at math but uh, what little I do know is about the 22 over 7 ratio um, or 3.14 infinite regression or whatever that is pi um, kind of allows for this expansion you're talking about. Um, and I just finished a, a TV show that's a cartoon called Full Metal Alchemist. I've watched the original, but also the Brotherhood version. And in the Brotherhood version, it talks very much about this kind of stuff. Um, I mean, in another way where it's just like, you know, the one thing experiencing itself through itself. Uh, you're kind of talking about holographic uh, reality in a sense also, where, you know, the part is of the whole, the one is in the all, that kind of stuff. Raphael, he just said quite a bit of interesting stuff that I know we both know, but I think I'm less exposed to than you. Uh, do you have anything to add to what he said or, ex you know, go on? Nothing explicit, actually. I just like listening to people who know what's up. Right. And you, sir, do know what's up. I'm glad you put in the effort. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's probably very exciting. I don't know your natal chart, your astrology chart off the top of my head, but uh, I'm sure it's very exciting for you to kind of um, make sense of reality in such a way that it, it creates a uh, unified theory in a sense. Like this kind of brings it all together. Um, it makes one, the best way I can put it is like, you know, in Buddha statues where he's kind of like, it's called the archaic smile in art history. Um, but like Buddha kind of has a slight smile, kind of like Mona Lisa or something like that. Um, this kind of brings an archaic smile to my heart where I'm like, ah, yes, it totally does make sense. Uh, we just get to play with all the spectrum levels of polarity. Um, so how, how do you personally view, uh, like what I was saying earlier, like, um, does that negate like moral implications in a sense? Like, is there not good versus evil or is it just number versus a different type of number? And how do you look at like things like George Soros and you know people like that? Are they just playing a certain 
ratio algorithm and then we get to respond in how we want to play with that math or how, how do you look at the world as a game if it's if it's open source like that <laughs> that's pretty amazing as you said open source yeah because it's exactly like that it's a game it's it's a game that we have taken too seriously and it has modified our thought structure made us think in linear ways so of course we age and we will actually be old get old and die and then born again that's a process of the linear thinking so let's see how to uh, understand this so is we must view uh, geometry and mathematics as a so not to calculate with it or to make solve problems with it but view it as an alive language same as as number pi as the, the constant pi as you draw it like a symbol if you draw a small eye on it as it would the uh, the horizontal line will open up as it as in opening up an eye immediately pi becoming ra the symbol of the soul as ra so that that means as the same as adding movement to stationary uh, mathematics so we keep the whole space as uh, as stationary and the point moves on it where the point contains the wisdom of everything that can be expanded in every every point throughout the system that you are moving in so that means that that structure is present in its in the space that it created for itself while being itself meaning drawing the fact also that everything that uh, that point of attention will inject in its reality eventually it will come as a recursive loop as the torus field so whatever you emanate actually it is what as it will be uh, what will happen to you or what you get so that's pers- that's uh, karma solved mathematically because the mind will understand that because you just gave gave it a structure so if you take this uh, way of thinking and uh, trans- transmute linear thinking meaning that only one thing can be true and false in this in a time taking consideration that two things can be true two things can be false in the same time while the interconnection between the two is the false true and true false same as the uh, quadrants in the cartesian system as the plus plus the plus minus the minus minus and the minus plus the quaternary so, thinking correct yes so that means that four things you have four options not just two as as in only seeing everything with one eye as if for that one eye the property that can work for it is if it detects lie or so if if it sees the lie or doesn't see the lie so it can only attribute only if it's uh, only the false and true statement to something that it sees but if you add the other eye then you have one for the logic one for the imagination working together same as you don't decode just the speaking level and 
understand information like that, but you also uh, are paying attention to the emotional level. Like of, a subtext. Like adding more dimensions of uh, information flow that, uh, I, I mean, decoding more information from a source that can be a speaker or some or something else which uh, and, and that means that, that you will have more on the extract more understanding same as you will not only read from left to right but you will only read but you will read also from right to left and also from up down and down up and that means that you have extracted more information out of that word by uh, observing uh, how it can uh, combine in from many different ways that are called uh, vector uh, space uh, vector spaces. I'm not sure if you played um, older video games like Super Nintendo or Nintendo NES, Sega stuff like that, but this is kind of reminding me of. Um, I'm not gonna. I don't remember if it's up, up, down, down, A, B, or left, right, left, right, A, B, B, A. Like there was this like code you put in, and it's kind of like what you're talking about, where it's like all the combinatorials being represented in a, in a linear form because it has to be that way in an apprehendable sense. Um, but with the plus, minus, and then being plus, 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 minus, 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 plus, minus, minus, it's like, are you aware this is an illusion or are you not aware this is an illusion? And are you aware it's an illusion and you act like you know that, like plus, plus? Are you aware this is an illusion and you don't act like you know? So um, I guess what I've been asking, and I, I, there is maybe no answer, and I don't, I'm not looking for the answer, how do you deal with the problem of evil? Is there such a thing? Is it just another form of math that we're experiencing as separate from our own like our own superposition? Evil is a manifest is a asymmetry or uh, imbalanced form of the main structure, where uh, number so I understand it mathematically where where number three wants more of number six, as in wants to over-dominate, uh, darkness wants to over-dominate light. Also, in the same time, while you make a modification in that structure, it will also draw the fact that something, I mean, the whole will move and modify its structure, since everything is, that's, because that the di diamond triangle structure is inside a a bubble of water which water cannot be compressed, it will always mold. Uh, it will always have these small waves that are, that will also draw the, will also reflect the movement of that uh, geometric uh, color and number structure. That structure's movement will, it's exactly the same as the emotional state in the complex world, in the material world, because that happening uh, in that level of understanding, or as they say, on the meta level, will also be reflected in uh, the matter level, as in uh, our complex reality, as the human, as the persona of, uh, or the avatar of that soul structure, which is really the you. So if you know that, that then you know that it can be influenced with the same bit of information that it's made out of. Uh, and evil is uh, a, an over-domination of uh, something or, or 
a certain emotion in that structure that will also modify the whole structure with it as as they say the if you tilt the scale on one side it will go up but in the same time the, on the other side it will go down that's why the one eye symbolism to not open so to make people not see that while they are making a modification here it will also have an effect on the whole as on nature so evil is nothing else but a unbalancing of consciousness making consciousness only view everything from one point of view and seeing and 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 working towards a goal not seeing that working towards that goal will also uh, has an effect on the whole has an has an effect on on the whole so while you are accelerating something must slow down in the same time also and uh, not observing that that you are a recursive loop and as we combine as a team working towards the same goal we are all we are feeding that loop as that vortex and growing bigger and bigger while you are doing that nature must respond with its opposite since we are already living in creation as maybe is that why black holes exist in your mind or something like that Excuse me, I didn't understand the word. Uh, I'm I'm just daydreaming with what you're saying, and a few things are coming to mind. And one thing is the idea of black holes and white holes and stuff like that. I guess the information has to balance at some level, so maybe that's why those things exist. Uh, yes, but I, I I don't think white holes exist because we are living in organized set of information as space time as number seven expanding as a small ray of light has made space for itself through the reflection angle, expanding to a circle, building up a structure and living inside itself. So a black hole is actually a really, really small imaginary point. As they say that it, they don't know where all that matter is compressed while it is sucking in. Well, that's only from a material point of view. But if you view it as a, as a water structure, then you can give the space the same analogy as in water, but not show it with uh, interconnecting cubes, because uh, you can fill up space with equilateral triangles as the Merkaba. You can fill up space with 90 degree angles as in a lot of small cubes, or you can fill up space with uh, interconnecting globe structures as uh, the sephiroth. You have only these three options plus uh, the variations of that options inside a circle as the dodecahedron, as the metatron's cube, and all, all those... Uh, the variations all those, uh, within those plutonium. patterns. Yeah, the variations within those patterns, but only some of them will be able to completely fill up space while still keeping uh, the wireframe structure of that angle set shape. So this is how numbers also manifest as angle sets, as uh, 3D geometry. Why, and while they are not present, uh, as you will not see them rewritten down in that structure, they are hiding as angles as the angle values. So angles are actually number encoders. So if you know this, and you know that, uh, that uh, 
everything can be anything in the same time, then you understand that there is no evil. So there is only just uh, an initial set of information that combined itself in many different ways, decoded through through black holes that is interacting with space, but not in a linear fashion, but by bending it, same as the black hole bends it as, as you and you know, the black hole has this property that it has two polarities, same as all planets, uh, as the zero per zero is reflecting in everything uh, throughout all creation. Well, you kind of answered that well. I, I'm just kind of imagining out loud. So good. Thank you for dealing with my brain, uh, you know, fart or whatever my imaginings. Um, it kind of reminds me, we recently, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the films The Matrix, but it, this kind of reminds me a little of what you're talking about, how that film series ends uh, with Neo fighting the Smiths inside The Matrix. And it's it's not about defeating Smith, it's just about balancing the equation, essentially. Uh, yes, and also uh, Neo, which is a reorganized, is one is uh, becoming the, the mirror and also fighting smith is a word where the number where the character i as the higher self also in the same time as the frequency i is the highest uh, uh, vocal frequency or vowel frequency in the abc is organized around the th and the sm which together is as information is smith but as it interconnected so information interconnected around the center point which is the letter i it means that sm is 45 as the heartbeat as it refers to the th as the torus field same as the you know that uh guy with the big with the emerald tablets thought not thought but t-h-o-t-h so th is a torus referring to the 45 as the SM, as the heartbeat, around the symmetry structure of the higher self as the I. And this is, this is the soul language. As information is broken up, always drawing a line or always detecting the center point and try to collapse itself on the infinity line, which is present between our both eyes. Bullshit, that was fascinating. So in terms of the word Thoth, um, T-H-O-T-H, is there a similar kind of magic with the O being the middle there? Uh, yes, since it's presented as an, it's the word, same as many other information sets in throughout reality, they always keep this zero per zero function as you have the one side, you have the other side, and you have the central pillar. As they say, the three pillars of creation. We always have the central pillar, and that central pillar is the neutron that is referring to opposite sets of information on either side. So thought presents an asymmetry as it, it is not written down as T-H-O-H-T as a palindrome word, Correct. but it presents an, an it, you know it presents a polarity shift between the last H and T, meaning that in the realm of thought or spirituality, while you see that word, it will always start up something as it will, it will try to recreate itself while keeping that, uh, 
polarity shift or asymmetry inside itself. So, so it's it like is the not, tail of the nine, kind of. Yeah, it is not collapsible to zero because when we are speaking now, every word is a vibration. So while we are speaking, we are also vibrating the water structures of our bodies, meaning that every word will have an effect on uh, our uh, structure. And in the same time, it as as I say it, you know, the frequency is somehow disappearing because I'm saying the word, but somehow when I stop, that frequency will not end up in a feedback loop. So it's it means that it, it is reducing down itself. So when I'm stopped talking, that fre- frequency, that disturbance I made that the microphone detects, it's uh, somehow it somehow stops, meaning that the frequency is reducing itself to something, meaning that every bit of information as words and everything that we see can be reduced to a one-digit number or a one-color uh, code. And that uh, number as logic plus its color serves as, a, as a, an emotional code decoded by logic that will affect the soul structure and if those variables can be implemented in a habitat as traffic lights and uh, you know a lot of these variables that we respect not knowing its true effects that over time it's like it is pushing you uh, some information uh, that modifies your emotional state while trapped in logical ways of understanding you will not decode it so you are controlled by emotional states as in wanting this and wanting that that has been implemented in you in throughout your habitat and in the same time you are not detecting it because it's so simple that you think is just childish uh, to to refer to such information or to discuss such information with uh, others and really expand on it well, the devil's in the details, as they say. So I think the the further in we go onto those things, even though we might be told that's a bad idea to follow the cook, you know, crumb trail, Hansel and Gretel style, um, those crumbs lead to very deep epiphanies, kind of like what you're saying. What you were just saying at the end there with the single kind of digit um, reminds me of an epiphany I had that, I, like I said, I woke up in 2013 about, like like more consciously. Um, watching spirit science movies and doing psychedelics and getting into meditation a little more in chakras. But back in 2003, when I was a senior in high school, I was doing chakra chanting. This is before YouTube, so I don't even really know how I was doing it. I think I got a yoga book from the library and it talked about chakras in the front and I was drawn to the colors and understanding frequencies like that, um, kind of synesthetically, mudras and stuff. So I was doing all that, and um, during that whole time, I had a nervous breakdown. Basically, I just I couldn't handle the information. It was like an information overload, and I just couldn't handle it. Plus, I was doing mushrooms and stuff like that. But um, one of the epiphanies that I had from that experience, and I can't quite explain it, but you just did a decent enough job that it seemed resonant and similar, is that the black monolith in Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey, which is based off of an Arthur C. Clarke book, um, is that bit of information like a black void space i mean if you flip that into its inversion it's white 
Um, and that kind of that bit of information creates all other forms of information, I guess you could say, and all these kind of polarity structures, almost like um, uh, the circle you were talking about earlier, having everything within it. Um, this has been rather illuminating. I don't know if we want to stop here or take a break. Rafael, what are you thinking? Well, basically, it's up to you, Jim, whether you have any more pressing questions. I have one more question in particular. And otherwise, it'd be up to Akash if there's anything else you'd like to bring up. I mean, we totally could go on for a few more hours, although I also have the impression that just absorbing all right. of what you said and potentially having some of the videos on repeat may be a good idea at this point. Um, the one specific idea I'd like to ask, because you talked about Gematria, and uh, in a sense, it sounds like, as you said, in a way, there is one particular way to correlate properly. And we don't necessarily need to strictly define that now. However, I'd be interested, as I asked you about one particular name or word more related to my uh, channeling, which is Ringo, and you sent me back a really interesting uh, number combination. And so I just wanted to ask if you can give any hints as to what variant of uh, letter to number translation you are using. Well, this is a really hard question because since you, I had to try it on many different sets of information as the UFO I-beam Roswell symbols that were found that are from unknown origin, as the Voynich manuscript that was only recently just decoded, uh, maybe the Devil's Bible, and other codes that, you know, the hieroglyphs and all other ancient civilizations also. Meaning that if you have a structure that can work as uh, information transmutation from one reality to the other, that means that by finding its primal uh it's I mean, arranging symbols on that structure and and to see also numbering and coloring it to somehow find the perfect combination that from our reality and our symbol symbolist our usage of symbols as the alphabet and the one digit numbers and the uh, and the Greek letters or any any language that is just a different software or a different uh, way of communication that must be in conjunction and in correlation with all other communications as all other civilizations uh, use their symbols and if you find something that is uh, that's uh, that can unify them and our ways of understanding can reflect in their ways of understanding. That means that you have brought all those realities together and... Uh, like a Rosetta can, Stone. Ex yeah, something like that. And meaning that, that uh, if you find the perfect combination for the perfect association of the symbols on the lowest levels, it will also reflect on the highest levels, meaning that it will work to associate symbols from our reality as we use 
with symbols from other civilizations uh, reality as they use that set of information to make right. some sort of understanding from uh, their environment like an extrapolation and, from our data into their environment which we would be doing vice versa also kind of translating to each other what we already know through a different mechanism exactly exactly and, like that and i mean what you mentioned here is also highly relevant of course for all ideas of exocommunication or communication with other life forms even just you know let's start with animals or dolphins but what many of the channelers always bring up is that you know they say there are many beliefs there are many infinite worlds and all of that but we all recognize each other through the heart so that's also something that you refer to which i think is quite beautiful so in the sense that you're approaching it now for all practical purposes is you are just using different systems side by side or your own variant of having them correlated or you just apply all of them and then have to intuitively discern which one is fitting best in this particular example or what is kind of your approach here that's the amazing part of it because uh, how can you be sure of yourself uh, while you are not sure of yourself meaning that you have come right. up with some sort of information that that structure you know from Kabbalah. I mean, you take bits of information from here and there and uh, knowing that each point is reflected in everything, everything is quantum entangled, meaning if, if I make something, it will have, a, have an effect on the whole world and throughout the universe. Also knowing that the primal structure and the most sacredest element present in creation is water that's also that so that information will also be present in all alien life forms and all other realities even though we haven't interacted with it we will already know its structure and how it functions because it will have the same dynamics of energy of energy conservation and 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 energy um so if, if you disturb space, as you disturb the surface of water, it will uh, try to uh, to bring it also back to balance, meaning that that uh, that uh, primal balance, as in trying to bring everything back to balance, uh, as in trying to make the, the structure is trying to make itself uh, also harmonious again with the whole, becoming one with the whole as it loses energy or as it consumes the disturbance energy or vector force added to it creating an asymmetry flowing back also to symmetry that will always be present throughout each and every life forms no matter of uh, uh, structure of reality water will be everywhere so if i know this and i know also that each point contains that structure and it's like a you know, we are a video game, so we must extract for ourselves a target because in absolute nothingness, you cannot o orient yourself. So the only orientation will be that the decoder of reality as the two eyes will always be up as north and the heart will always be south as down. So the only information that you have is up and down also that the buffer shows what is up is also down, coagulate, separate. It means that from coagulation, from 
all the structure as the whole infinity as geometry, one-digit numbers and colors come together. That's coagulation. Separation means that you separate it on three recursive sets of information as three circles as the Holy Trinity and observe them separately, but also know in the same time that they, they have come as complete mergence, meaning that numbers are colored and are arranged on, 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 on point lines on the interconnecting circles. Uh, on the two triangle sets, which the triangle also has the property of three points of stability, is the smallest unit of uh, structure where you can have stability. Then, knowing this and knowing how it can fluctuate and interchange while it is doing that and it's combining, that's the way of information compilation from one reality to the other meaning that you have found something that connects everyone with everything. It's the same for everyone and everything. And even though if you haven't explored its infinite ways of combinations reflected as the Mandelbrot set sets arms, you will also know everything and anything since you will have that as an eternal um, as an eternal anchor that when you can refer to in the same time it's always in perfect integrity so it will not modify itself meaning that that when you first came up with it you are studying it as you are molding it and tries tries to see how it can combine but in the same time, you will always remember that that's how you came up with it. And its eternal form and shape as imperfect symmetry is also an anagram for the perfect human integrity as always uh, helpful, always looking to help others as, uh, you know, the, the things that you learn until age seven on how to salute someone, how to interact with other human beings and... Uh, that's God. That's the structure of God, also present in geometry, colors, and numbers, since everything is first emotional state. As they say, the gift of uh, giving, I mean, the giver and the receiver. Humans, the creature is always the receiver, and the creator is only always a giver, same as the spiral always rotates and pushes information towards zero becoming the one as the 10 sephiroths and the, as the 10 singularities. Wowie zowie. This is definitely an episode I'm going to re-listen to. I can promise you that. Um, I, I guess we can call it here. I want to get you back on here at some point and um, maybe talk about some specifics. Uh, I think you've done a really good job of explaining generally kind of what you're about and what interests you. Um, definitely a fucking red pill for most people. So I think that, uh, you know, if people don't want to do psychedelics and they just want to think psychedelic thoughts, this is a great example. <laughs> like this is how an acid trip feels or a DFT trip feels. Um, what are you kind of working on right now? You said you were making another video. What's the topic of that video? Uh, the video is, is a, so, you know, it's, I am departing from documentaries and these structures that we already have in our reality and we already are using since uh, they are presenting information 
that doesn't have a structure. So it only pushes you out information. But if you put that information on a wave as music or as uh, as something that is uh, that the mind can predict, it's that something that has rhythm. Then of course uh, that rhythm will have many different uh, points as it evolves, as the combination point, as the lowest point, as the highest point, and uh, the brain will understand on, of how to uh, store information. As as you see uh, something on the screen that is moving, and I present you something on the screen. Also, in the same time, it is flowing with music that is uh, in perfect symmetry, meaning that that information as the BPM and, and uh, everything that the free frequencies that, uh, that have gave birth to it can be reducible to number nine, which is also nothingness in itself, meaning that it exists and not in the same time as you are watching it, also on a rhythm, meaning that you can uh, refer to it as, you know, zoom back or zoom... Uh, or zoom in uh, in the brain that just like in movies you will remember more a movie and its uh, structure and what where it happened uh, what uh, co in comparison to if you have to learn something in schools or uh, you know with these atoms that this is the laptop this is the electron this is the neutron so you you just insert that information but it will not be uh, uh, present for a long time in your mind because it doesn't have structure but if you flow information on rhythm in the same time meaning that you organize thought with the heartbeat you don't forget about your heartbeat so you don't let noise get too loud so the brain doesn't hear the heartbeat information will be more structured and it will be more of a story format since we we only live our own stories that is structured in nothingness. So you present more information and make it more exciting to watch. And uh, it's like an adventure, you know, childish things that we lack. It will present emotion. And if you present information like that, of course, it, it, it will be more interesting. It will have a story, have a structure. And everything I will present there is just the liberty points of the god geometry the ark of the covenant or the pandora's box so th this is the structure of reality that can fix anything cure every disease even neutralize radiation uh activate light body infinite source of energy not just as electron flow but also as thought also learning how to expand everything yourself meaning you can teach yourself as in building up yourself more and more observing more connections in the same time while you are doing it and uh, it can explain the whole dynamics of the universe as why there are nine planets plus the sun where there is life in other solar system how to travel how to use the sun as the octave frequency how to explain the pyramids why the angles why so you can play everything and anything with it and nothing will be impossible from now on since we are only a nothingness that is organizing light and there is nothing else. There is only the beginning point until the end point where the beginning point will become the end point as we stop linear ways of thinking and join the two 
opposites on all on the from plus sign infinity to minus infinity join them together so they cancel itself in the same time building a circle making information recursive and as we change our thoughts like that also our kids and our fu our future will be immortal and we will be not aging anymore because we have changed our thoughts and we, we wouldn't be thinking like that anymore so it will be not real because there is only nothingness as the primal consciousness separating itself to all of us that all of us organized light that thought is giving the structure to wow uh a couple of thoughts and then we might wrap it up like in the beginning was the spirit hovering over the waters and then let there be light it's kind of what you're talking about this pregnant nothing this void space of creation um and now i kind of think i understand why the beatles in um, the white album are have that song called um i think it's revolution nine or something like that it's like number nine number nine and it just goes on and on and on it's this weird weird uh acidic kind of track people should check it out um but yeah i i think that sounds very exciting and i'll be looking at more of your videos we're going to link your youtube channel in the comment section so people should check that stuff out it's very intriguing um it flows well there's cool you know electronic kind of music uh all types of kind of music really but um what i heard was electronic with kind of a mixed media approach very illuminating and what he just described was it sounds like the wave of the future in terms of education self-education and culture building and everything um so i'm really kind of excited to see what you do with that i'll be looking forward to when that drops yeah i like the direction you're going in and i would agree even in terms of the formatting you mentioned of course story structure and music is so close to humans that you know most think they can just forget about it and then their lives are miserable because they're not aware of it anymore but aside from that, uh, it's all about, in my view, of course, uh, breaking continuity, as I would put it. So to dissolve all the limitations and all the artificial linearity that we have chosen to impose upon ourselves. And then, you know, the X factor increases, the variability increases, the threshold of believability decreases. And then ultimately, and I would very much concur because why else would we all be here? That ultimately we shall recognize once again in this life that truly everything is possible. Exactly. Everything is possible. And when we do that, when we realize that in the same time, the whole structure will open up, releasing the fury of the prime creator since this is a mirror world that the angles and the mirrors movements as the imaginary ley lines of the flower of life structure that we have transmitted into uh, into uh, lines that are present as we uh, as you see how space is curved we, we always use these cubes that curvy inside each other, not the interconnecting globe structure circles as Einstein represented space. Also relativity as one point is referring to the other, as one polarity is referring to the other in the same time, not taking in consideration that both brains must function as two things can be true in the same time. And if that activates, it will also be mirrored in the outside world 
same as all great free thinkers said, if you organize your thoughts, then your reality will change. Well, there is no interpretation there because thought has a structure. That's why the outside reality will change. And the validation for this is also that uh, the hieroglyphs and the Egyptians, they have draw themselves a structure of the mind as they saw it, as they have presented to others in hieroglyphs. So the whole community can have something that is it is common for everyone. So after they have killed themselves with that cobra or when, when they died, they have they have gone from information to uh, the opposite of information set as thought or the spiritual realm where they already organized a structure that was common for everyone. So the two worlds were linked together and there was no death because that only served as a polarity shift from reality inside spirituality and from there also back to reality, same as they say that Tutankhamun was able to reconstruct itself and uh, hence the mummifications for reconstruction in the future, hence the migrating of consciousness inside the crystal skulls through quantum entanglement, so it becomes eternal. I mean, I'm just thinking of the never-ending story, because um, I t have tended to always look at life as a story, you know, many circles within circles, wheels within wheels, as Ezekiel would say, or in my father's house are many mansions, a lot of whole, um, with the never-ending story, necklace, the RN, that's uh, two snakes, polarized, kind of silver and gold, kind of looping on each other, making lots of circles. So I'm excited to see where this kind of um, thinking goes and what you produce. We'll definitely get you back on here. Thanks for taking time um, and talking to us. You did a really good job on the English. I know I keep saying that. I'm not trying to patronize you. I'm just like, I would never do well on a Romanian show or a German-speaking show. So it's it takes courage. Um, maybe your sword, uh, Katakana, um, you know, lessons played into this, but good job. Just briefly, it's katana, I believe. Katana, katakana yeah, is yeah. the symbol that you're learning. <laughs> yeah, okay, now I'm starting to get, like, everything's bleeding, all, all is one, oh my gosh. But, uh, yeah, the katana, oh, yeah. Uh, you got it, you got it. Um, I do appreciate you coming on, and we'll have to get you on here. Keep doing your shit, bro, and hopefully people turn on to it and start realizing the, the cosmic joke um, that it's all one big open source dream. Yes, one one more thing I like to add. Also, oh, sure. also observe the amazing thing that this is, this works. Only humans, as gods, are born in nine months. Also, nine months, and also this structure is present everywhere. Also, in mainly animes that I have a good example, as in Naruto, which everyone knows. Naruto, the inside soul structure was always the nine tails fox so it's present kitsune in japanese the nine-tailed fox exactly yeah the soul structure in that uh, main character the naruto well and do also, you have any oh go ahead and, and also yes humans are born after nine months meaning that creation happened for them to maximize love and to raise gods not to work so, so that they can work together and also have a spirit that they can use 
which are the animals and uh, everything in nature that we observe, same as all other ancient civilization used the spirits of the animals to live a kind of life that uh, was that that spirit dictated them to do, associating in with it and always worshipping, not worshipping as in, uh, you know, uh, inclining yourself to it, but realizing and giving thanks to other consciousnesses as sets of informations that organize reality for us as the sun, as all, as all carnivores and herbivores work together so that nature can keep up its fluctuational state and to present and create more and more art for the gods of we which are humans and everything is just done to maximize beauty and love and the extortion of it is the uh, sign of evil same as you would hide some uh, emotion leaving you only with just a set of emotions that can synthesize the other emotions and that is the rgb spectrum where the red green and the blue is uh, uh, dictating our emotional states and that's actually the matrix present also in the police lights and magnetism how kids learn that the north is, is red always and the south is blue and all these small bits of uh, information polarity is present in the information that that we use and mainly and mainly thought up and introduced by the jesuits and the vatican that is a bloodline for the romans that they are co in uh, complete uh, soul uh, as in the darkness uh, linked with uh, the martians that came from Mars and they have destroyed also Lemuria, becoming the Romans Pontius Pilate, and nowadays the SS Nazis that have always used, that have built up America to experiment on consciousness and implement in also throughout the whole world, not making everyone realize that all these small things and the information as the devil is in the details are influencing us because we are using it and we are not capable of letting go. You just opened up a whole new can of worms. Are we sure we want? I mean, do we want to just have him back on next time and talk about that, Raphael? Well, Akush, it's up to you. If there's uh, something else you would like to discuss at this point, gladly. Oh, Otherwise, Jesus we'll just. Thing. I was like, holy cow! He just. Yeah, of course, tapped I mean, Jim. Whole... I'm yeah, about know, to say you should know that by now. You know. Well, there's... I know it because uh, of you. No I one less. Done the research. Yeah, from all that I heard and all the you know kind of nasty stories that you hear, and it's not a blanket statement. It's not probably not talking about your local priest, you know, but in terms of grand stories and uh, the falsification or let's just say reduction of his story and many, many other strange dealings. The That's Jesuits are very much on the top and very much seem to be the least, you know, however you want to call it, Jeshua-like or, you know, whatever name then would be proper. So as usual, this is what they would call, I guess, you know, satanic inversion, where, you know, you portray yourself, you know, to be the philanthropist, let's use that word, while in actuality, you're poisoning those you claim to assist. Somebody's poisoned the water hole, uh, to quote Toy Story. 
All right. Well, we'll have to get you back on. We'll. De- you're. You're definitely cool. Um. I'm thankful that we. You were suggested, and I consider you a friend in another country now. So we'll put put your links. Is there any kind of final thoughts you want to leave us with? Um. And summing up. Well. Well. Yeah. So the whole thing that the whole debalancing of our minds have made also the material world debalance, where then the proton has taken the centerpiece of the neutron, and as it grows. As it adds electrons the, to the orbits of the of the electron uh, shells, uh, that is also the debalancing of reality, uh, where number four is the heart and number five is man, and it all happened just because throughout his story we have uh, added one thousand years to our calendar, so we are not in two thousand twenty now. We are in 1020 now, actually, because that 1000 as one plus the three zeros as the Holy Trinity plus the one is controlled. Same as we have always one day each fourth year that, you know, the leap year. That one thing is the variable that is the asymmetry that is controlling our reality. And it's everything is done to introduce since the J, the J letter, J symbol was introduced. Uh, as Jim the doesn't I, like this. <laughs> J-I. As the I from Jesus, from also Jesus, as the I grow a small tail, like meaning a that just like an eye, exactly, meaning that I, the higher self, is always lying or always watching upward, not imperfect symmetry as seeing also up and down as imperfect uh, symmetry. So that small j has contributed to the cross that is the plus circle imbalance, debalancing the center point from the center of the circle. And also it's reflected in, you know, the big lie, the Bible, because they have made impossible, separated the I am, made the iPhones and the I. So the I am is actually I as white as and number five, I five as I am the Vitruvian man, transmuted as I, phones, I, money, I, this, I, they're always the I. Then the P-O from the impossible, the P-O was, the P is the birth symbol that they put across on it as if we don't want the birth, we want anti-birth as it's present everywhere in Catholic churches. The zero became the zero point. And what, what you are left with is the SS Ible where the SS became the SS logo for the Nazis. And SS is number four and number four added together is number eight, which is also the letter B, that one side is shut down. So the Sible becoming the Bible. And the only book that is the truth and doesn't contain any lie, and it was written by God for man to keep balance with nature and live by perfect integrity principles was always the Torah, Hence, the Jews contain the J symbol, meaning that the Jews have recognized evil, meaning that they have incorporated that symbol in their name, so they would never ever forget it, so it will always be present to them there. Same as the Torah, it means to the cross, which is the 90 degree angle and the circle, plus the main soul as Ra, plus the horizon as the heart. Meaning that to the main soul, I would give my heart or I would give my life. Same as 
man puts God or number nine as the spiral above himself, never wanting to get above nine as in becoming number 10, same as we use 100% instead of seeing that 90% represents the whole. Yes. Wow. <laughs> no, we're getting you back on, bro. Interesting stuff. Um, well, that's a parting thought if I ever heard one, <laughs> Raphael. Yeah, I think we're good for now. Akash, thank you so much for spending this eternal now with us and sharing your information, wisdom, and perspective. It is greatly appreciated. And uh, yeah, in this way, you know, now I'm, if I'm going to say I'm looking forward to the next something, it's a linear way of speaking, but you know, what to do within time space. But I think you catch my drift. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much. Anytime you want. Right on, dude. You're definitely Team Rabbit Hole, so pat yourself on the back. You're kicking ass. Keep it up, bro. The song that we're going to outro with is actually, um, you have a, because this is a number nine episode, ironically, not really surprised now, actually, at all, um, with the hermit slash the alien card, the one looking in and trying to figure it out. Um, when you were saying all that stuff, I was just thinking of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade with, like, Jehovah begins with an I. And like the whole J thing. So now my head is kind of on a weird trip. But the um, outro song is going to be whatever music was playing for your the metaphysic uh, of num of nine uh, video, which is um, I was one of the videos I've watched of yours, and I thought it was cool music. And obviously a number nine episode, I figured it would sink in there. But wowie zowie, uh, yeah, enjoy the fucking ride, guys, and find the others like people like uh, Akosh, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right, and um and yeah uh just keep trying. i don't even know what to say I'm, i normally have a lot to say but i'm just kind of spun on life good job bro you did a good job thank you so much thank you for joining thank you all for listening as always enjoy yourselves and catch y'all in the next now within the rabbit hole have fun